<laughs> Welcome to Crazy Enough to Win. I'm your host, John Grubbs. Now, today's podcast is, well, it's meant to be a little bit challenging. It's meant to not only encourage you, but push you in a way that is optimistic and forward-looking as we try to recover economically from COVID-19. And here's the thesis. Here's the idea behind today's podcast. Pandemics are good for business. Let me say that again. Pandemics are good for business. Now, I'm learning as we go. This is my first pandemic. I wasn't around in 1918, so this is the this is the first global pandemic that I've experienced as a student of business. And when I say pandemics are good for business, I don't mean some businesses. I mean all businesses. And believe it or not, this pandemic is even good for the small hotel who is suffering with low occupancy right now. From the struggling restaurant to the giant airline, all businesses, let me say that again, all businesses should benefit from the economic decline associated with COVID-19. And just like a trip to the dentist, what we need might not be pleasurable. Yet it is good for us in the long run. So stay with me if you disagree. This will make complete sense in the end. This will make complete business sense in the end. So there are three types of business impact from the pandemic and the associated economic decline. First, we all know this. Some businesses are booming as a result of COVID-19. I mean, they're rocking as hard as they can go. And these companies are seeing just a tremendous upsurge in business. And, and you know some of the big names. Amazon and Zoom are pandemic winners. I mean, think about it. Jeff Bezos can start burning $100 bills right now and will never run out of fuel for his fire. He's making more money than he could ever burn himself. And Zoom has become a verb in the developed world. Let's Zoom is common. And to be brutally honest, I'm trying to think back. I'm not sure I'd even heard of Zoom pre-pandemic. I'd heard of GoToMeeting or blue jeans, but I really don't know that I'd heard of Zoom. Hmm. There are other businesses thriving as a result of this pandemic. I mean, think about it. Recreational vehicles are rolling out of sales lots and demand is far ahead of production. One of you listening to this podcast has recently purchased a recreational vehicle. I mean, even home appliances are facing the largest backlog in their manufacturing history. Life is good for people in these businesses. Or is it? Hmm. 
Growth is good for business. However, too much growth too fast can be a problem. I mean, it takes specialized skill and knowledge to accommodate massive growth. Capacity issues and patience amongst leaders and employees are often in short supply while negotiating an insatiable consumer demand. Businesses actually change at different growth thresholds, and many companies lack the sophistication to adapt to new complications as certain growth milestones are achieved. And companies outgrow some people's capabilities. Now, I define capability as skills and knowledge. Companies actually outgrow people's capabilities when facing normal growth. And that problem is multiplied 10x when facing catastrophic growth. It requires a special leader to change people fast enough to accommodate hyper growth. And another challenge for too much growth too fast is capacity. I mean, far too many organizations lack the ability to match demand with capacity at a rate that is optimal. And as a result, opportunity is missed or by the time the estimated capacity has been achieved, demand is already contracted. In other words, they blew it. They were too late. They were late to the party. I mean, they waited until it was a sure thing and they were beaten out by entrepreneurs who got there early. Now, the second positive impact from COVID-19, from this pandemic, is closing the business forever. And now you're probably thinking, how in the world is that a positive impact, John? Well, stay with me. Let's face it. When times are booming, some businesses barely survive. Strong economic times hide struggling business people along with poor decisions. Let me say that again. Strong economic times hide struggling business people along with poor decisions. That's right. Even poorly run businesses can survive in good market conditions. And they hang on to the idea of someday, someday we'll get better. Someday we'll get stronger. Well, folks, someday is a disease that will take your dreams to the grave with you. Someday we will get better. Hmm. These businesses creep along from one payroll period to the next with the intoxication of hope that things will get better. This hopium addiction, look it up. This hopium addiction is accompanied by excuses and pain for everyone involved. Some businesses are a bad idea operated by people with false expectations and denial of reality while surrounded by sycophants or consultants living parasitically on the remnants of what will never be anything more than an ugly baby business. Whoa. Let me read that to you again. Some businesses are a bad idea operated by people with false expectations and denial of reality while surrounded by sycophants or consultants living parasitically on the remnants 
of what will never be anything more than an ugly baby business. Like a suffering animal. Sometimes it's best to relieve the pain and misery. COVID-19 will euthanize these businesses. Put them out of their misery. Sharp economic decline surfaces problems in businesses. That's the third impact from the pandemic. It's the exposure of mediocrity. Average companies can thrive in a robust market. They can do well. There are enough customers for everyone. Here's an analogy for you. Think about a pack of wolves. When there is plenty of prey, everyone gets to eat and get a full stomach. When prey is scarce, only the strong get to eat. I'm currently helping several energy companies rethink, reboot, and thrive during unprecedented times. Low oil prices in the pandemic at the same time are a double blow in this industry. And these companies, along with others, have two choices. Complain or change. And hearing companies complain about the pandemic makes me nauseous, sick to my stomach. This pandemic caused you to lose half of your business? Good. Now get better. It's time to quit whining and change your business. Stop being a victim. If your business was stronger, more diversified, or whatever pre-pandemic, you would not be in this position. It's time to take total ownership and move forward. It's your fault. Can you say that to yourself? My business changed. I had to pivot. And it was just so remarkable that I couldn't see how to change and make my business better prior to the pandemic. But I can see it now. It was my fault, just like it's your fault. So following is the powerful lesson I promised you in the beginning. Neither size nor financial strength is required to survive current economic conditions, although they certainly don't hurt. They make it easier. But your ability to survive and thrive is directly proportional to your ability to change and adapt. That's correct. Adaptation to the new market, whatever it might be, is the key to thriving in your business. Let me give you a good example. Chick-fil-A is a good example. I have never seen a business pivot as fast and as well as they have with drive through business. I mean, they are a model for other businesses. There are two locations within two miles of my office, and both are packed most of the day. And here's the irony, folks. This is the irony of these two locations. Both were closed, not at the same time, completely demolished and remodeled to improve drive through effectiveness and other things in 2018 and 2019. <laughs> it's like the owner knew the pandemic was coming. No, he just knew that his businesses need to get stronger. 
without knowing the pandemic was coming, this wise owner shut them down for months each. Months incurring significant revenue losses. Why? In order to become better and more profitable. In other words, before the pandemic came along, they became stronger wolves. So your lesson, should you choose to accept it, is adaptability. How are you adapting to a smaller market? How are you adapting to changing consumer demand? How are you adapting to get stronger? In order to get stronger as a business, focus must accompany change. And it's likely your business organically lost focused before the pandemic. You started taking less profitable orders. You kept or promoted the wrong people. You diversified into products that seemed interesting or whatever. You lost focus on strategies where you are really strong. A large forgiving market allowed this loss of focus. But guess what? The honeymoon is over. The honeymoon's over. It's time for you to dial it in and regain focus. Adapting to your focus is the best way to thrive in a smaller market. Look, it's time to prune your business bush. It's time to prune your business bush. Prune products, customers, employees, and effort in order to become stronger and more focused for success. I call this an, well, it's, it's an internal pivot. This, I call this strategy an internal pivot. It's a pivot to focus. If you offered 10 soups in your restaurant prior to COVID-19, pivot to your top three and do them better than anybody else in the world. If demand for one product is growing while others are contracting, pivot to demand. Here's an example from years ago. This is Kimberly Clark from years ago. Now, they grew as a paper mill company. They owned paper mills that actually took the raw materials and made paper. And they also sold paper products. But here's the problem. The paper mills were the core of the commodity business. The CEO knew that he did not want to be in a commodity business because commodity business offers you little control of pricing. So in the early 1970s, this is a hundred years, a century after Kimberly Clark began operations. Think about this. You're a hundred years into this business. And all of a sudden, CEO Darwin Smith drastically changed Kimberly Clark's course. People were shocked because he began selling the commodity paper mills. And what's so ironic, he even sold the one that was the namesake in Kimberly, Wisconsin. Why would he sell the paper mills? Well, he knew that he needed to pivot and focus on consumer products 
such as Kleenex and disposable diapers. How cool is that? Sell the mills. We're focusing on paper products. That was CEO Darwin Smith in the 1970s. Pretty wise. So do you get it? In this market, you cannot be all things to all customers. You're going to need to focus. Will you change your perspective on the pandemic and view this difficult time as the beginning of your new strategy in business? Hmm. Will you consider the economic downturn as an opportunity to change your business for the future? After reading this, can you say the pandemic is good for my business? Can you say that? This podcast is about going big. We're going big with focus today because we're crazy enough to win. Until next time.